Hey, hey, golfers. What's going on? Tim Connor here, golf coach and golf academy owner out of the Pacific Northwest, more specifically Spokane Valley, Washington. This podcast is dedicated to the golf learning curve, passing along some of the dirty little details I get to see every day. And I get to spend my, my career's work has been teaching golf and helping golfers progress and learn and, and grow with the game. And I just want to pass those things along so that knowledge kind of lives on and, and you can take your version of it. I'm not here to tell you what to do, just to give you a few more tools, resources, and best practices to help you evolve as a golfer. And hoo-hoo-wee, today we got a fun one. And I'm talking about today we got a fun one. It's actually one of my very favorite topics because there is kind of a seasonality to golf instruction or golf improvement. And if you understand that seasonality and how to work through it, I think you're very much more empowered to understand how to make progress with this game. So the basic structure of today's conversation is in season versus off season. And then you have shoulder seasons in between that and how you can maximize both to really keep the needle moving in the right direction. Let's first talk about in-season golf. Your responsibilities in-season is really to try to play golf, try to make the most of that time. And during that time frame, it becomes very difficult to make major monumental type swing changes. So my generic approach to in-season golf training is to do just that. Try to make the most out of your time on the golf course. Try to work on little things that will add up to big things over time but you can't really throw a bomb on your golf swing. You can't really just reinvent the wheel because you have to go play golf. Now, every week you can keep that wheel moving the right direction. That's totally doable. And that's how I would approach in-season golf is learn and practice more of the execution, less of the technical details. And that's a lot of what it boils down to. In-season, some things we can really focus on that are beneficial feels to help us translate moves into the golf swing, working through things like pre-shot routine and building confidence, selecting targets, course management, and little things along the way that can help you move your technique the right direction, such as one to two simple swing thoughts. For example, if I was out playing golf and I, I wanted and I was working through some things, like let's say I was working through making a full turn and a full finish. I might use a swing thought like, let's make sure my chin gets underneath my shoulder in the backswing. And then when I finish, I want my belt buckle pointed at the target. Those are two simple swing thoughts that can go a long way. And every time you make a practice swing, it's really your job to, to key in on those things, to try to ingrain them into muscle memory, to try to make them something that you're gonna do more repeatably. So during the season, we have to kind of be finesse about how we make swing changes, but we can do it and we can keep it moving in the right direction. And I really think it's time to focus in on how to play the best version of golf for you. Really, what are the mental things or cues that you can work through to help you make better decisions more consistently? When do you fall apart? Some people, it might be the first couple holes. Some people might lose focus the last couple holes. Sometimes it's right in the middle of a round. And being able to retain focus, work on course management, continue to finesse your swing the right direction. That's kind of your overarching in-season strategy that I've found to be most productive. Now, if you want in-season and you're really committed to making a big swing change, you can just bite the bullet and do an overhaul. But I'm telling you, it's going to be painful. And you just have to expect that going in. I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think a lot has to do with what are your expectations for golf in-season and, and how do you want to perform. But generally speaking, I find finessing the swing changes to be the best way to, to work through in-season things, as well as focusing on execution and all the accessory parts of your game that are important, putting, short game, wedge game, 
in between shots, maybe how to work the ball high and low. All of these little things that can add up to the big things over time. Now let's move into the off season because a lot of you are moving into the off season and the off season for me is a fantastic time to teach golf and make progress. I think it's highly underrated and it's actually one of my favorite seasons to teach golf. And let me sell you on why that is. It's because a lot of people come into the golf instruction process and they they need an overhaul, to be honest. A lot of people have not built good fundamentals. And at some point you have to build them. And if you've never done it, well, the best time is always now. The best time to do anything is always now if it's important to you. So let's use the off season as an example of how we can overhaul a golf swing. We don't have to focus on results driven instruction. We can focus on fundamentals, muscle memory, rebuilding a golf swing, and it becomes more about technique and less about results. Now, over time, that's going to flip-flop because as we get better at technique, then we're going to focus on results more. But during the process of getting better at technique, your results will also get better. So those things are not mutually exclusive. They're actually mutually inclusive, if that is the right terminology. Anyway, as your technique gets better, Generally, your shots are going to get better. They're going to get more consistent. And if they haven't, don't get discouraged because what's going to happen through this process is you're building out your foundation. And if your foundation is sturdy and strong, you're going to have way more upside later. So you have to look at golf as a long-term deal. You're going to be playing this game for a long time. Maybe it's one year, three years, five years. Maybe it's 30 years, 50 years, 60 years. Maybe it's more than that. But you're going to play the game for a long time. So at some point you have to do what one of my buddy's famous terms is, is you have to eat the turd sandwich. You have to do the, the thing that sucks at some point. And for a lot of you, the thing that stinks, that's not going to be any fun is maybe rebuilding your grip, rebuilding your fundamentals, rebuilding how you go about swinging the golf club. It's not fun. It's dirty work. It's rebuilding, reframing and relearning how to use that tool to to make a better, more improved golf swing. Construction is not fun. It's fun for me, I think, because I get to watch players move and evolve and I know that their upside is is much higher later. But throughout the process, it tends to be a struggle because you're, you're learning. You're like a baby learning to walk again. No matter what your background is, no matter where you're at in your learning curve, if you've got to break down your fundamentals, it's going to be some hairy work. And I think about players like a Jack Nicklaus, and he just so intuitively, he had so many things figured out. He always said in the offseason, his major agenda was to just break down his fundamentals every time. Every time he would go into the offseason, he would just hit the reset button and make sure his basics were doing well. And looking back on, on that kind of knowledge and wisdom is just like, it's so cool to see because he fi- he really figured his system out and how he would go about creating year-round improvement for him. And that that applies to you. We need to figure out how to use the off-season to be productive And we can't focus on the same thing year round. So for example, if you're focused on your technique year round, or you're focused on just hitting the ball a long ways year round, you're not going to get the most out of your total golf improvement. Now that could be different if you're more of a specialist and you're, you're trying to specialize in something like a very niche thing, such as long drive, then yeah, your focus probably should be speed most of the year. And also the technique things that are going to support that speed. But for most of us, general golf improvement, we need to diversify our thought patterns and work on the things that are going to give us the highest output on, on our time and return. For most of us in the beginning, that thing is building out your foundation. So what that means is it means you're moving well with good fundamentals. And if I'm to condense that down, it means you're starting in posture that looks like a golfer. Most of your weight is stacked over your feet. You have some forward bend from the waist. You're able to turn all the way back, roughly 90 degrees with your shoulders and 45 degrees with your hips. Some players slightly more, some players slightly less. 
where your head stays relatively still and your arms stay relatively straight. You're able to swing down and through with a weight shift towards the target, a pressure shift into the ground, and you're able to hit the golf ball and then the dirt in front of it, keeping your arms relatively straight through the hitting area, stabilizing the club face and swinging around your body on an arc that effectively when you hit the golf ball is traveling about towards the target or a few degrees inside out. And then as you swing through, your body's gonna continue to rotate while your arms stay relatively straight. You're gonna finish balanced with your weight on your front foot mostly. Your belt buckle kind of pushed forward, your back slightly arched away from the target, and all of that creates a balanced finished position. You should know if your finished position is balanced because you should be able to hang out there for, for seconds, maybe a minute or more. Practicing a balanced finished position is an underrated skill that, that very few really develop. And they don't develop it because one, they haven't practiced it, and two, a lot of times as they are practicing it, they're not putting their body into good positions. Learning good fundamentals such as moving well, such as having a grip that's within the ballpark, having a grip that's mostly in your fingers with the creases of your hands pointed towards your trail shoulder. That's a grip that's in the ballpark. Having your hands that are basically connected together, not reaching apart from one another, that's a fundamental of a good grip. Now, when I say fundamental, there are things that good golfers can do differently. Good golfers have slightly different grips. Jordan Spieth's grip is different than Dustin Johnson's grip, is different than Tiger Woods' grip, is different than Jim Furyk's grip. All of these golfers play the game at a high level, but there are more similarities than there are differences, and we just have to get ourselves within the realm of functioning and understand that when, once we have that, it's more important to learn to how to use our grip than it is to fiddle with our grip. In fact, once you have a solid grip, you shouldn't change it at all. There are a lot of nuances to golf instruction, and that's why I encourage you having as much information as possible, working with a resource, a coach, or a mentor if possible, and having a good sounding board in your life if that's something that you can do. Golf is a hard game, but that's what makes it rewarding and satisfying when it all comes together. If you carry the right mindset with you, golf can be a very fun, satisfying process in which you're always learning, always evolving, and always moving the needle the right direction. At some point, time will become your limiting factor, but that point is far down the road for almost all of you because most of you that play golf regularly have committed enough time to the game. What you haven't done is haven't committed enough time to working on the things that you're the very worst at. Maybe because you don't know what you're the very worst at or maybe because you're hiding from that thing because it's flat out uncomfortable. Either way, you gotta put the work in the right places and that's how you get the best return on your time. I appreciate y'all for hanging out. As always, I appreciate y'all for hanging out. Submit me any questions you may have about the golf instruction process. Send me an email, let me know your thoughts. Leave this thing a review. It's right at the tipping point where the podcast is getting pretty big and if it gets a little bigger, it's like a real thing. Super proud of where we came and if we can go just a little further, we're we're there. We're, we're a real thing that reaches a lot of people all over the world in support of hard work and growing this game and growing with this game over time. Anyway, that's enough for today. I will catch you back here same time, same place next week.